all bad things. Tragedy. Tragedies, disasters. That's bad things. Trigger warning for everything possible. What? Yahoy! <laughs> I'm Rachel. <laughs> I'm David. And this is All Bad Things. So we are doing... Welcome, everybody. Welcome. <laughs> so we're doing an episode about a ship. <laughs> yeah. I think you got the hint. <laughs> yes. Um, <coughs> follow us on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Twitch, at All Bad Things Pod. Email us allbadthingspod at gmail.com. Twitter, Facebook, discussion group, and our Discord. <laughs> Do all those things. Interesting uh, um, fact about the word ahoy. Mm-hmm. When the telephone was invented. Uh-huh. It became like, well, how do you greet, greet? someone? And it came yeah. down to hello or ahoy. Those are the. I, I'm not, I'm dead serious. They, Those are the. They, they went with. They went hello. with hello. Thankfully. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, can you, but I mean, we wouldn't know any different. That's the thing. Ahoy! If, it's ahoy. Rachel. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah, that is. Maybe we should bring it back. <laughs> See if we can yeah, change right? it. Yeah. Well, now nobody answers their phone. So. Well, in and when you do, you don't really say hello because you know who's calling. You're mm-hmm. like, you're like, hey, what's going on? Hey, so and so. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but yes, it, it came down to ahoy and hello. <laughs> I'm kind of sad that we didn't pick ahoy. Kind of would have been more fun. It would have been very cool. Hello was probably more welcoming, though. We would have all been, like, captains of a ship. Oi! Yes, Yes, exactly. (laughs) And then they would have just changed the ship signal to hello. Yes, right. (laughs) That would be funny. That would be funny. But I guess words only have the meanings we subscribe to to them. Mm -hmm. Yep. We are in our new... Newer. Newer podcast den slash home office it's so much better <sighs> finished painting so excited it's been so long since we had to record in our bedroom which was it has not been comfortable. a long time no <laughs> this is much more comfortable yes and it sounds better at least in my opinion oh yeah well, the books are up on the shelves i'm so happy it's yes. nice yes, i'm especially nice. happy since i learned that i do not have to commute daily moving forward as yes. i thought i was going to have to frequent one day a week instead the win. yes so now I'm glad that I get to stay in my beautiful Absolutely. home office. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you made it your own. Yes. Um, when I was saying, uh, you know, follow us. What was that? I think it was just a wire. Okay. Inst- the one right behind you. Oh, gotcha. Uh, Insta, Twitter, Facebook, and all that. Um, <clears> apparently, <throat> a lot of people are leaving Twitter because of Elon Musk. Or and something? a lot of people. <laughs> well, and I've I haven't noticed a difference personally. Same. Um. But apparently a lot of uh, total accounts, what are they, total account usage or whatever, so that plenty of people have accounts and they sit there or they never use like them they again, just don't use or them they're yet. bots or mm-hmm. whatever. Some people think that all the followers people lost, they were clearing out bots. Uh-huh. And But that doesn't explain how all these conservatives started gaining more followers. Like, who knows? Oh, there's like followers shit? We've oh, yeah. We've gained multiple listeners and or That's multiple nice. followers in the past week good i'll say that yeah we're not conservative <laughs> and i mean and i i honestly i honest to god i have no idea why elon musk yeah. buying it is a big deal to conservatives well, i i just well, i don't I understand the whole something like he bought it so that he could let everybody back on who's been That's, banned or that's something. what he fucking he well he didn't specifically say that he keeps saying like he's all about free speech and something like that it's like it's like when are you people going to learn 
that billionaires are not for free speech. That's yeah, one of the, no, that's one of the really, last things yeah, that they want. Uh-huh. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, if several people are predicting, I'm kind of one of them, mm-hmm. and it kind of is this way already. It's you know, it's a cesspool kind of right now, and it'll just get worse. The funny, I think. I feel like Twitter is what you make it and who mm-hmm. you follow so it's all and who you ignore media. or block. Yeah. But so there you can are kind of curated into what you want it to be. But different platforms are kind of known for different things. Like yes, Twitter, I, I gotcha. Twitter and Facebook are known for being political, although Twitter much more than Facebook, I think. And meaner. Typically yes. because it's not as identifiable exactly. as Facebook. Exactly. You don't have yeah. friend friends generally. Or your picture and your real name. Yeah. And... Yeah, there's not a whole ton of information about you mm-hmm. unless whatever you put in your bio, that's the right. information about you on Twitter. Right. But, uh, but yeah, like Instagram, I think is for the most part, you know, literally just looking at pictures and having, you know, people whose lives aren't so great become depressed. Yes. Like that's, that's, and that's people the, whose that's the lives are not so great pretending that they are. Yes. That yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. So both facets, but, yeah. uh, here, I mean, here's the thing with social media, which most people tend to not think about. There has to be some, policing because if you don't guess what it turns into it turns into literally like nazis and child porn right like it could be it it, it, like every used for like literally helping people do horrible things yes you know so and and horrible things outside of hate speech even outside uh, to to the point where they're actually like organizing that one the the thing is like nobody knows exactly how to police it i don't Mm -hmm. think there's there's obviously never going to be a correct way for yeah. everybody, but you know, conservatives in the right wing like to use it as like it's a free speech issue. Well, it's free speech is protected from the government. government. Yeah. Yeah. Specifically. But they they believe that Twitter is a free speech haven that the government should get involved in something else that is very hypocritical of mm-hmm. conservatives and Republicans. Mm-hmm. They don't want government interfering with business at all. Right. Unless uh-huh. it goes against their best interests. But they're saying this all at the same time as, well, they're banning books all over the place. Yep. That state governments are banning. Yes. So that is mm-hmm. a violation of free speech. Yeah. Anyway, that's the America we live in today and we will likely live in from here on out. Well, we're still on Twitter <laughs> yes. for what it's worth. Mostly we're, well, I'm just on social media for the pod, so I, I don't really do anything else. I've gotten back into Twitter more recently, which, eh, whatever. I go back and forth with Twitter. Facebook, I somewhat yeah. keep up. I hardly ever go on Instagram. I don't think I've posted more I than, like... I don't look on Instagram. No. I just post once a week, basically. <laughs> and I've made, like, maybe, like, five or six Instagram posts, and, like, that's it. Like, yeah. Twitter and Facebook are, as far as, like, a social media, are really the only thing I use. I keep meaning to be like, oh, every week I'm going to put pictures from the episode oh, and, on Instagram, and, YouTube. and I rarely do that. YouTube is social media. I yeah. Can, I consider it to be. Yeah. I use YouTube true. all... That's the social media I use the most. Mm. But, uh... Mm-hmm. But, Yeah. That's uh, that's the state of uh, the state of Twitter, <laughs> state of affairs for, for Twitter for anybody who was wondering. <laughs> I mean, I just object and, to and, Elon Musk as a human. But... And, and when I harp on conservatives, because some people have said this, and mm-hmm. it's a fair criticism. When I harp on conservatives, it doesn't mean that I do not also have disdain, right, for liberals mm-hmm. and Democrats because I do. The disdain, yeah. my disdain for each of them is. Uh, for liberals and Democrats, I just think they're literally on earth to be a carpet to walk over. Yeah. And Republicans and conservatives, the one thing I can commend them on, 
I wish our side would do this more often, mm-hmm. is they fight to get for what they want. Now, it's not anything that a majority of people want. Right. But they somehow get it done. Yeah. So. That's my criticism of, quote, liberals or Democrats is, like, they don't play dirty enough. Well, it's like, it it comes down to a point of, and I remember having this discussion with Dan because I said something like, mm. he was like, no, that's something that Donald Trump would do. And I'm like, I'm like Dan, there comes a point. Like, yeah. where, where it's either, do you want to win or do you want to go home? Fire with fire sort like, of a thing, yeah. what's it going to mm-hmm. be? Mm-hmm. Like, if they don't go down this route, mm-hmm. you know, at some what point... What have they accomplished by not doing exactly. it? Exactly. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. at some point, you got to bring out the claws, and they've been mm-hmm. declawed for 40, 50 years now, 40 years at least. Yeah. Yep. So, that's, yeah. Yep. That's our political stance. <laughs> Which I know a lot of people love. Oh, yes. <laughs> they love when Me- we meaning, banter meaning the opposite. off topic and get political. That's what everybody loves, <clears throat> yes. Um, what you drinking tonight? I am having the world's mm-hmm. finest, mm-hmm. freshest national local beer of the world. <laughs> and I am having a lovely blue moon. Yeah, can I actually? Uh, yeah, of course. I should have grabbed my... When those first came out, because uh-huh. that came out like right before I moved down here, I used really? to drink those all the time. I feel like Blue Moon is like when you can't it's find a, real craft exactly. beer. Exactly. It's a good it stand-in. Is, it is a good stand-in. It is a good stand-in. It'll work. You know what I really like? I like a Blue Moon with a, a well, for me it's vegan, of course, but a burger. Burgers sure. and Blue Moons go together, there you I go. think. I feel very, well, I just think beer and burgers go together they extremely do. well. Yes, they do. Beers and hot dogs, that sort of thing. Yeah. Just, yeah. There's not anything much more American than that. <laughs> I was watching an episode American. of Top Chef where they were in San, San, Diego, San Diego. And they did a challenge where they had to pair a beer that each of the judges had like created with stone and ballast mm-hmm. brewing. Which mm-hmm. we picked a stone. Coolest brewery, not the best beer. Yeah, that's yeah, that's <laughs> At least true. not to our East not, Coast taste. No. It's a very West versus East it Coast is. sort of thing. But um, one of the brews had included notes of banana, mm-hmm. and one of the chefs created bananas, which is banana oh mayonnaise. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> about that. He was on the bottom. <laughs> I, was, I was, I can't find it. I think they stopped making it, and I don't think I ever got it anyway, mm-hmm. but I was I was like, baconaise. I was like, that makes sense. <laughs> That like, would I, make sense. I was like, I'll do that. Bacon I, I haze. honestly don't think they make it anymore. I've never, I never see it. Not that I'm generally looking for it either. Yeah. Well, so I have um, been quite delinquent. No, oh, yeah, you've been working on a new office. I've been office. trying to get the yes. office together. And going yes. to school and working full time. Oh, yeah. And I playing finally in two bands. Finals. Yes, <laughs> there's a few things going yeah. on. <laughs> Just a little bit. In life. Um, once the office is done, I'll feel a lot. Because this feels like a space. That all have a lot easier time doing everything in, you yeah. know, like it's, that's one of the things I wanted to create was a space I wanted to work in yeah. and wanted to be in much like my office when I was self-employed, you know, and, uh, well, this is your office. Essentially. It is my, it is my office. Um, so, um, once that's all done, thank you. <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> Kleenex always available. Yes. Um, uh, I will be much better. And yes, the semester is over. I'm not going to school during the summer, so, um, I'll have more time. Well, God, I'm pretending like I did anything for school the past couple months. I did not. 
Whatever. How I eked out a B, I don't know. But, um, yeah, I was very ADD this semester. See, I had to but... try really hard to get a B. And you're just like, yeah, I didn't do anything and got a B. <laughs> I mean, some of it I knew already and could guess really well at, just to be clear. But anyway, um, uh, but I'll get better at it. So what I decided to do, I was like, well, remember when we pulled out that, well, it was Matt's script for Dale Earnhardt mm-hmm. that if he hadn't reminded me of, I wouldn't have remembered that he did. You did well, send was... out the call last week saying, hey. Yes. So I was like, you know what? If it's been five years. (laughs) Let me look and see what some of our next oldest scripts that we haven't done are. It's probably the best thing to do. There were a few in there that were pretty early on, but weren't full-blown scripts. They were a little more like bullet points that I will work to to adapt to into, you know, a narrative. I've done that with somebody else's script before Mm -hmm. that they sent in. They kind of had it outlined and I was just like, I'll just fill in the Yeah, exactly. And that'll be nice and easy, right? Mm -hmm. Because even outlines help. If you're not a script writer, like if you're not into writing a narrative and you want to still like do something, go ahead and give us an outline, give us links, whatever you want to do. That that's fabulous and we're cool with that. But since I literally was not sure what to for us to record as of like 15 minutes ago. (laughs) I was like, let me see what the farthest back I can go and find a full blown script are. And it was March, 2020. (laughs) Wow. Like right. Depending on the day. It was March 23rd. Yeah. We were, were it was 10 days into COVID in lockdown. Like a week into COVID. Something like that. And Christian, our author of tonight's script said, well, you know, I'm in lockdown now, so I had some time. Fuck it. <laughs> it was a good time for script writing, right? Sure. Well, everybody was like, oh my God, how were we so naive and fucking young back then? You know, doesn't it feel like two years ago was 27 years ago at this point? Like, it just seems like a different lifetime. A little bit. I can't really remember what it was like to just go out in the world and not think about COVID. Uh, I mean. I literally, I, I don't. I can't. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I at this point, like, I still wear my mask, like, going to work and stuff, mm-hmm. like, because we have had two outbreaks at work. Yeah. So I'm going to continue to mm-hmm. wear it at work. And plus, I feel, to a sense, because um, I used to work in a clean room, we were masked up anyway, because you don't... You're just used to it, yeah. And so it's not that big. And for me, like, when you're making stuff, like, I, now I'm making, you know... Body products. Beauty yeah, products uh-huh. that people are going to put on their skin and you their hair. You want to be careful, yeah. I don't want to, like, suddenly sneeze on something. That's you know fair. what I mean? And that's that's kind of the main reason I wear it. That's good. I'm like... That's good. You're being thoughtful yeah. of the consumer. Yeah. yeah. So, and I'll... But, like, if I'm just going in... At this point, if I'm just going in a convenience store and I know I'm going to be in and out, I, yeah. I don't put on a mask anymore. I, I still wear masks to any public I always place. do at the grocery store because I know I'll be in there for a while. Mm. But, like, if I'm just popping into a convenience store, I'm just like... No, yeah. I just do to everywhere. It's just... I, I don't know that I'll ever stop because I don't mind it and I kind of like it. I mean, to a degree, I don't mind it, but... Yeah. At, at some points, I'm just like, yeah, I don't feel like I'm literally going to be in there for two seconds. So. Well, for me, too... Like, I'm someone who's had um, skin prone to breakouts for 
God, way much, way, way longer, like 25 years. And by the time I'm age 37, I would have hoped that it would have gone away. But no, now I get to have acne and wrinkles. Um, super fun. I think I think people are starting to leave the podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's nice to be able to cover half your face when yeah. you're having a breakout. All and that, and that was the weird thing. No, that was the weird thing. Like when they lifted the mask mandate. Like, I'd been working with these people for, like, six or seven months and had you never seen their faces. Their bottom half of no. their faces. <laughs> you had to put the eyes with the rest of the face. And sometimes it didn't match up. It yeah. was just like... It's like <laughs> I uh, know the feeling. It's, it's like, man, I didn't think you looked like that. <laughs> yeah. So, we will now... Yes, we've talked for a while. But the other thing is, this is a long script. We may be able to get two episodes out of it. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. <laughs> Um, so Christian sent in this script, like I said, March 23rd of 2020, when we didn't know that this was going to last <laughs> more than two years. Um, but this, so I want to see what your reaction to the name of this is and see what comes to your mind. You know that this is a nautical disaster. Hmm? A ship, a ship I, had a, disaster. I had a good, I had a good feeling. It was. <laughs> right. When I said ahoy, as opposed to a telephone disaster. Yes. We've all had those. (laughs) So this is the story of the sinking of the Andrea Doria. Oh, is that from the movie? Is it? No, that's the Andrea Gale. You literally had the exact same thought process as I did. I thought this was the perfect storm. Yeah. No. That definitely, hey, that's one that Andrea qualifies Gale. for sure that qualifies. Oh, yes. And but, we uh, will, it, it's been suggested I'm sure we will do it one day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But since there's already a movie about it, like you can go check that out instead. I've never seen it's, it. It's probably going to be much better than our podcast. But it's not completely accurate to my understanding. Well, that's, see, when that dramatized. movie. Yes, because nobody knows exactly how they died. But so yeah, so it was. But didn't <laughs> didn't you accidentally spoil the movie? No, for your that was no, that was Danielle. <laughs> oh. And like, and like, I no, and spoiled it for me because I didn't know because I'm like, if oh, they're showing you, the, she spoiled it because <laughs> I'm like, if they're showing because I because people had said like, you know, the death scenes are like pretty intense, and I was oh. just like, and obviously you're probably so you just thumb, so you thought some of them didn't make it, right? I didn't think okay. everybody. Oh, you didn't. Yeah, know that everybody. I thought like one or two of them got rescued, and mm-hmm. that, that obviously did not happen. So spoiler, spoiler alert, alert. <laughs> for an for a movie that's 22 years old in an event that's uh 32 years old. So I thought I thought the same thing, but no, you're right. That's the Andrea Gale. Mm-hmm. This is the Andrea Doria, which Andrea still Doria. sounds it still familiar. sounds familiar. It does. I know it does to me too. So let's discover and see if we know why this sounds familiar. Come along, okay? Come, come along with us yes. and Christian as we as we learn, or come along with us as Christian unfolds the story yes. of the sinking of the Andrew. Thank Dorian. you very much, Christian. Yes. So do you remember at the very beginning of the pandemic in the US, hmm? it started on a cruise ship? <laughs> like was the, the that was the like pinnacle well, of that was the, the that was the outbreak. That stuff? was the event that wow, we need to start taking this mm-hmm. really seriously, don't we? Because because were, like, it was stuck on because it, for months or something and leading up to, well and leading up to that was weeks. like it's happening here it's happening mm-hmm. there then when they started like when i first started being like well this is kind of serious serious is when they right. started canceling leagues right mm-hmm. well postponing the beginning mm-hmm. they were like we're gonna postpone for two weeks mm-hmm. that wound up being postponed for five months almost. right right mm-hmm. so that was the little hints that 
Right. This is this like a is this gonna happen? Is this well, a remember, thing? Remember, like the bird flu panic. Mm. We've had plenty of them. Uh, SARS was another yeah, one, mm-hmm. which was right after 9-11, mm-hmm. and people thinking, oh, is it a terrorist group? And it's like, well, no, isn't it's just COVID a... SARS COVID-19? I, I fucking don't Or COVID-2 or something We're like all that. so exhausted from that shit. Okay. I mean, I, I have not even... <laughs> all I know is it's called COVID-19 because it was found in the year 2019. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, anyway, Other that's Other than that, what... I know it's bad. You don't want to get it. <laughs> I guess that's sort of what, like, uh, tipped off Christian as to this... Um, disaster because it opens long before norovirus outbreaks, which was another thing on cruise ships, COVID-19 quarantines, and an alarming number of suicides. Cruising was the apex of luxury travel. That's a whole other thing, like people who go missing on cruise ships. Oh, I've heard. Very creepy thing. I mean, the cruise industry, I've heard it's shady as fuck. There's some, some stuff. Spoiler, the SS Andrea Doria is famous for none of those reasons. So no outbreaks or anything or suicides or so at the end of world war ii italy had lost half its merchant fleet in addition to approximately half a million human lives i'm surprised it was only that much right through wartime destruction and allied forces seeking war reparations furthermore the country was struggling with a collapsed economy To show the world that the country had recovered from the war and to reestablish the nation's pride, the Italian line commissioned two new vessels of similar design in the early 1950s. This is like the post-war rebuild, it sounds like. The first was to be named Andrea Doria, nicknamed Grand Dame of the Sea or Grand Dame of the Sea, after the 16th century Genoese Admiral Andrea Doria. Or maybe it's Andrea Doria. Andrea? Mm Mm-hmm. The second, yeah, because there would not have been a female general in the no, 1600s. No, I wouldn't think there's, so. There's I, no I, fucking I would, way. I would imagine that was a, a male name, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The second vessel, which was launched in 1953, was to be named Cristoforo Colombo. After Aww. explorer Christopher After Columbus. the guy that didn't discover America. That's right. <laughs> and was too dumb to realize it. <laughs> and we know he didn't discover it because people already lived here. <laughs> it's hard to discover something, something where more... people already are. It's like, yes, hey, like, like you just put a flight, and the, the people like, what are like, you doing? Motherfucker, like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, huh? Yeah. <laughs> For a country attempting to rebuild its shattered economy and reputation after World War II, Andrea Doria, oh, I'm just going to say Andrea Doria. because I, I think it there, sounds, but, it's, you know, yeah, I think it sounds, um, it just was an, has a better I, flow. It's probably Andrea Doria or mm, something like that. But we're not Italian. I'm not Italian at all, uh, to my knowledge, anyway was an icon of Italian national pride. Of all of Italy's ships at the time, Andrea Doria was the largest, fastest, and supposedly safest. And then Christian said, I feel like every time a shipbuilder slash owner says this, the story ends in terror. No shit, right? Like, the like unsinkable we already... Titanic. Yep. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's, obviously, that's the first thing that comes to mm-hmm. anybody's mind. Like, just don't brag about it. Yeah. Just, just don't go saying... That nothing bad can happen. Lifeboats seem a bit of a waste of space on a sinkable ship, don't you think? <laughs> yeah. That's a line from Titanic, yeah. actually. From I wouldn't know. I've only seen it once and from, don't from think one, it's a good film. From one William Zane. Or Billy Zane. William Zane. Yes. <laughs> I like Kathy Bates. I will say I oh, like Kathy Bates. Oh, she was Kathy great. Bates. I still think the movie's really good. I, I have only seen it once. Yeah. And it came out on my 13th birthday, and I've never stopped resenting it. <laughs> Thanks, James Cameron. And Universal, or whoever the fuck put it out. Thanks, asshole. 
So the Andrea Doria had a length of 212 meters or 697 feet. A beam, um, I don't know what a beam is on a ship. Do you know what a beam is? Maybe we'll get into that. A Uh, beam of 27 meters or 90 feet. uh, The main mat, or I don't know. I don't know. Height or width, maybe. Something. One of those things. Hopefully Christian will listen to this and be like, oh my God, yeah, really? Here's what it means. <laughs> to me, it means the, the mast, but a mast is called a mast. So I, Right, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And a gross register tonnage of 29,100. The propulsion system consisted of steam turbines attached to twin screws, enabling the ship to achieve a service speed of 23 knots, which is the equivalent of 43 kilometers per hour or 26 miles per hour. That sounds too fast. I don't in, know in, what's in a, fast in a, on a ship. ship that, I have no In a ship sense. that size, that sounds a little too fast. I have no frame of reference for how fast ships go. That, well, 43, is that what they said? 43 kilometers an yes. hour? For a, this is a cruise ship, right? Essentially, I so, or, yes. it's a huge ship. We can put it that way. That's going pretty fast. Yeah, I believe I believe this is a cruise ship. Yes. Yeah, that's that's going fast. Okay, like, like a like a boat boat can go faster than that. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's much smaller. Think of how. Again, we're talking about something that's the size of a city block. You yeah. Know, imagine it going twenty miles. Twenty miles an hour. That's, yeah. That's pretty fast. Yeah, and I guess. I'm trying to think, because I, I have been on a cruise, and it's true, we were just going to, like, Jamaica out of Miami, and it took more than a day sure. to get there. Because that's... More I than think, 24 hours. Because I think it's also part of it, you're on a cruise. Oh, yeah, you're not you trying know, you're not, to get you're not there trying fast, to, exactly. per se. Yeah, yeah. uh-huh. It's not transportation part... Well, it no. is transportation, but it's not solely it's transportation. It's transportation slash vacation. Yeah, it's... Yeah. The cruise part is meant to be enjoyable, too. Yeah. Um... Uh, a top speed of 26 knots it had, which is 48 kilometers per hour, 30 miles per hour. Andrea Doria was neither the largest vessel nor the fastest of its day. Those distinctions went to RMS Queen Elizabeth, not the QE2, I guess. And I was S- just going to say, didn't that we didn't we do that or no? No, we did. S- oh my god. That's anyway. But I. I- I don't remember. I thought that's... But anyway. Let's, no, let's we didn't... On. No, the QE never... No? Never... Well, okay, we have not covered that if it has sunk, but I don't believe it has sunk. Um, side note, we have... And they're down here. Binders of scripts. <laughs> binders of women. <laughs> no, binders of scripts. If anybody wishes for a script, I now have them all thoroughly cataloged and can, instead of what I did to poor Bethany, where I made it made her wait like six months to get the script because I didn't want to go through the scripts. They have all been gone through. They are all available. Well, no, they're not all available because we're missing some and some have already been sent out. But if you want a script... Well, some are us, probably also like just on my phone because for a while I yes, was just reading Yes, a few were. My, a few yeah. are. A few are. But I have them all cataloged so I can tell you instantly if I can get it to you or not. There you go. So please, oh my God. Please, please want If you scripts. have ever... Well, yes. <laughs> if you have ever wanted a script... Now is the perfect time to request it because I don't know, know where it is. Again, we don't know why you want them, but we just hope that you we do. will sign it. <laughs> we will. Uh, some of them have genuine Jesse like bite they marks. They do. In yes, them. they do. Some of them do. You know. So anyway, uh, okay. So the RMS uh, Queen Elizabeth. Uh, so this is the largest or fastest of its day, the RMS Queen Elizabeth and the SS United States. So the RMS Queen Elizabeth was the largest and the SS United States was the fastest uh, at that time. 
Because it sailed the Southern Atlantic routes, Andrea Doria was the first ship to feature three outdoor swimming pools. This is in the 50s. Uh, yeah, wow. that's, uh, yeah. One for each class. Oh, of course. <laughs> That's horrible. This is okay. still the 1950s. It is. So the three classes were first class, cabin class, mm-hmm. and tourist class. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. And I'm guessing the cabin class had the worst pool. Oh, I would think that those were in tiers. So first mm-hmm. is tourist, second is cabin. No, no, no. The worst pool. Like you said, it's all divided by classes. No, I know. That's what I'm... I thought this was tiered. So first is the best, cabin is the middle, and tourist is the lowest. No, I would put tourist in the middle and have cabin as the lowest. But anyway, okay. it doesn't It doesn't matter. I don't know. <laughs> that would be my guess. When fully booked, the ship could accommodate 1,241 passengers. Now that... Is a lot less than they can accommodate on cruise Oh, ships. hell yeah. Yeah. Um, in three different classes. So 218 in first class, 320 in cabin class, and 703 in tourist class. See, I still think that that's the tier. Anyway, as was the, the rule, although, you know, they're squeezing out the middle class. Mm. As was the rule aboard transatlantic passenger liners, each passenger class was strictly segregated to specific parts of the ship. That's so interesting. Now, it's just like your room is better or not. Sure. Otherwise, everything is pretty equal unless you have like, you have to buy a, a wristband to get booze. And there are probably the... certain restaurants on ships where like like an yeah, entree is like a hundred bucks and that's just where some people don't go. You know what I mean? Yeah, there may be some things like that. I'm sure there is. Like you can only dine at these restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. As was okay, so uh, each class had its own separate dining room, lounges, and social halls. That also makes sense. Designated areas of open deck space and enclosed promenades, and even their own swimming pools with verandas. In addition, 563 crew members were charged with operating and ma- maintaining the ship. That's almost. That's a third, about right, or well, almost there's half. One thousand two hundred forty-one. So oh yeah, it was so it's almost to half. half. Yeah. yeah. Over $1 million, or the equivalent of, now, Christian said today, but remember, this is two years ago, and we're in a high period of inflation, but anyways, nine, the equivalent of $9,688,314.61. That honestly today. seems like, because here's the main reason I think Italy is building these ships, is two reasons, is reason number one is a jobs program. Like, really. Did they have a post-war jobs program I'm in sure, Italy? I'm sure every European country. They had to. Like, people had to build shit. Like, everything was literally fucking destroyed. Um, so, number one was probably for a jobs program. Number two was probably for, like, a little bit of national pride. And, hey, let's, let's fucking make something cool. Yeah. That people want to go on. Mm-hmm. Like, and just kind of get ourselves, kind of get ourselves back out there a little mm-hmm. bit. You know, like a, you know. Most of Europe was rejected by the world at this point, and it's just kind of their like little first step back into, like, please like us again. Here's a ship. <laughs> or we're not all baddies. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, we're not all Mussolini. We're not all fascists. Although most point probably anyway, we're trying. We're yeah, we're we're making a valiant effort to yeah put out a hand and be like, hey. Get on the uh, tourist class and hang out in the pool. Well, I will say that that's interesting to me about, um, like, countries in Europe that were on the Axis side is that that's not what we associate them with 
anymore. Well, we don't because we gave them money and immediately made our enemy Russia. Yes, the that's USSR. fair. That's fair. Like, that's how that, yep. even though mm-hmm. the USSR was literally our ally. Yeah. Like, that's that's how that happened. But that's not, I don't think that should take away from what the people of the countries actually did to turn it around, too. Sure. I mean, it's a lot yeah. of, that's the kind of history stuff I've been watching recently yeah. is, like, the rebuilding, because mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get very low for a second here. Mm-hmm. I honestly think it's something we're going to have to face in, like, mm-hmm. the next like soon, like in the next decade. I the really... rebuilding or the well, we're first we're gonna sink low and either, then we have to rebuild after. Either like we get going on infrastructure projects like trains and stuff like that, uh-huh. and try to modernize in our our economy, which we're very far behind in. Uh-huh. Or it's going to get destroyed and we're gonna have to be rebuild it. I think it's gonna be one or the other. Or do you think it's gonna even matter because we're not addressing climate change? Could be all. Who knows. Anyway, that's why I've been watching those kind of documentaries, because mm-hmm. I'm kind of mentally trying to prepare myself Fair. for, yeah, this might be how it is in 10 years. Hmm. <sighs> okay, so over $1 million. <laughs> on a lighter note, let's talk about a sinking $10 ship. $10 million today <laughs> was spent on artwork and decor of the cabins and public rooms, including a life-size statue of Admiral Doria. Nice. Life magazine published photos. See? There you go. That's part of the press. It is. It is. Um, And then I love Christian's comment here. In addition to the misogynistic advertisements of husbands gleefully spanking wives for not cooking dinner. (laughs) Okay, boomers. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they didn't feature too many open-handed slaps, but those pictures were probably in there, too. But that's what I mean. Like, this is part of their... Because Life Magazine, I don't know how it was as a worldwide publication, but mm-hmm. in America was like one of the three or four biggest publications at that time. Oh, yeah. Time Magazine, yeah. Life Magazine. Yep. yep. Um, Life like National Ge- Geographic has always been... been published for ages. No. You know? But that's part of like what I was saying earlier. Mm-hmm. This is their reaching out to the world. This yes. is their... We'll put it in Life Magazine. Mm-hmm. Americans right now in the early, have fucking shit tons of money to spend. Right. Like, we literally have... And I think um, Christian included pictures from the spread. Okay. So here are pictures from Life magazine. And they show the statue. Look, isn't that what that is? It could be. Yeah. That could be. Yeah. Or maybe that. That is... Oh, that's probably it. Yes, that's probably it. Oh, look at the rooms. That's actually pretty cool. That's pretty cool. (laughs) So, yeah, this is... Like what I was saying, it's a it's mm-hmm. a jobs program. It's something that needs to happen, and it's they're just rebuilding them, a reputation. Exactly, and they're putting their foot mm-hmm. out there and being like, "Okay, here here you go, world. Like we're sorry for the fascism. <laughs> sorry about the fascism. Sorry about that whole Hitler guy. Like, <laughs> you know, we're sorry no, about that. It's Mussolini for the Italians. No, no, no. I know that, but he went with like they were part of the Axis powers. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Sorry, we went along with Hitler. You know, like we're sorry. Oops. But you can stay in a room that looks like you're floating underwater. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a room. That's pretty cool, right? Like, come on our ship. Uh, so the article's after the dis- after the disaster with a banner line calling the ship a floating art gallery. That's kind of cool. It was indeed that, plush with paintings, sculptures, bronze statues, painted vases, that's and really cool, other actually. objects start. And I'm sure the Italians made it. Well, they Fucking would have extra nice. brilliant art. Yes. And <laughs> the Italians are known for having good artwork. <laughs> and and just the generations of people that are artists, like, I'm sure they commissioned oh, yeah. all those people. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the the Italians know how to do art. That's mm-hmm. for damn sure. The, um, 
the husbands spanking their wives for not cooking dinners remind reminds me of um, I Love Lucy. There are multiple scenes in I Love Lucy where Lucy, quote, misbehaves and her punishment in the end is Ricky takes her over his knee and smacks her bum. Okay. Yeah, which is like two things. <laughs> Actually, it's many things. I was going to say it's a lot more we'll than two things. We'll unpack it as spousal abuse <laughs> and physical abuse. Um, also, because he clearly wasn't smacking her hard and it wasn't like... Oh, it was like a kink. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Early, er, early 50s kink. Come on, come over here, wife. Let me spank you in the bottom. <laughs> Yes, there was more than one husband who liked the role to be reversed. In that. oh fuck, dude, yeah, yeah. Just saying. You can only imagine the weird shit that was going on in the 1950s because people so couldn't because people couldn't talk about it. So much kink. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. As beautiful as it was, the Andrea Doria is said to have a curse. Mm, that's not good. Did, 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 no. did the champagne bottle not break oh, again? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Let's see. Jesus Christ. When the Andrea Doria and the Conte Biancamano saluted each other in Naples by blowing their whistles, the Andrea Doria's whistle got stuck, and it became a bad omen, in addition to being extremely alarming slash annoying, no doubt, for some. <laughs> I Yeah, so it probably made it like a higher pitch or something? Or, or just imagine like the, ooh, yeah. or a whistle, I don't know what the pitch is, but then it just doesn't stop. Oh my god! Oh, just, oh, it got stuck. I wasn't okay. It just keeps going. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be really fucking annoying. You'd want to fix that. <laughs> and you're like, God damn it! You know how much I paid for this cruise? I do not want to be hearing that stupid whistle the whole time. Yeah, because sometimes some shit you just can't drown out. And I'm sure a fucking whistle from a from especially a cruise in the 1950s. Yeah. You don't have those. We both have those sleeping headbands where we can listen. <laughs> they didn't have that shit. Well, they didn't have Bluetooth, but they had you know they had. They had a, <laughs> And the eye masks and maybe they had some, yeah. Well, they probably had like the wax earplugs, Something you know. Like that. Go, yeah. They stuck like an insect in their ear. That's how they did it in nineteen fifty. <laughs> You're thinking of like ancient Egypt. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> they used they used the um uh the crushed beetles for their lipstick yes. and all that. <laughs> oh god. That's just, yeah, but yeah, people did that. <laughs> Equipped with a double hull, Andrea Doria was divided into 11 watertight compartments. That's that's seven more than Titanic. (laughs) And this is similar. We've heard this multiple times. Any two of these could be filled with water without endangering Mm -hmm. ship's safety. But there is a a limit. Like if it goes... two can be filled, but that's it. Andrea Doria also carried enough lifeboats to accommodate all passengers and crew. So, that's you know what that's pretty got uh, one up on Titanic. Pretty, pretty good for even even at this age she carried a total of 16 steel lifeboats eight positioned on each side of the ship coming in three different designs two 58 person launches for emergency use two 70 person motorboats with inboard radio transmitters and 12 fancy i know 12 146 person hand propelled standard boats okay furthermore the ship was equipped with the latest early warning radar and a reminder radar was only invented in 1939 brand fucking new Mm -hmm. at this time radar was still new when world war ii happened well 1939 is when it was invented yeah yeah. yeah. this is when it's in its infancy yes 
However, despite its technological advantages, the ship had serious flaws relating to its seaworthiness and mm. safety. Well, we, we always know the second part, don't we? Yeah. Confirming predictions derived from model testing during the design phase, the ship developed a huge list when hit oh, by any significant force. That is not good at all. Listing is, is never not good. good in a ship. This was especially apparent during its maiden voyage when Andrea Doria listed 28 degrees after being hit by a large wave off Nantucket. That's yeah. pretty so if you sharp. 90 degrees. Yeah, like, that's pretty close sharp. To a third of that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm guessing everybody good. on the ship felt that one. Yeah. The ship's tendency to list was accentuated when the fuel tanks were nearly empty, which was usually at the sure, end of a voyage. Sure, Because yeah. mm-hmm. all the weight's gone. <laughs> and then Christian said, those who aren't familiar with just how much fun an uncontrolled list is oh, not see the Eastland disaster. You remember yep, which that we one? did. Mm-hmm. That was way early on. It was early on. I saw the script somewhere. It's it's in the first there binder. We there we go. There we go. We still got it. Whoever. We'll see. We have binder one has scripts like one to one. We're gonna we're ten. gonna be uh we're gonna be pimping these for a while. We are. So please fucking <laughs> please please it's fucking free, request it's free, one. It's free postage. We send it to you. Yes. Yes. So <laughs> so so many. And I'd say we still have like 85 percent of all the scripts. Yeah. It's quite a stack. Yeah. We've lost a few. We've mailed a few. So. And they, they exceed the binders, too. There you I go. Sh- I scanned and shredded all my materials just so that we would have... My training materials from works just so we would have the binders to put the scripts in. <laughs> I'm sure they'd love to know that. I know. <laughs> I have it all scanned. I know. It's not a big deal. All right. So launched on June... Well... The 16th of June, 1951, the ship undertook its maiden voyage on 14th of January, 1953. Wait, so it was launched like a year and a half before its maiden voyage. Do they do testing and stuff? Oh, I'm sure they have to. They must, I I guess, for seaworth. I I don't know. I don't know. Initially, Andrea Doria had been scheduled to depart Genoa on her maiden voyage, oh, um, on the 14th of December, 1952... But amid reports of machinery problems during sea trials, the departure was delayed to the 14th of January, 1953. The Andrea Doria left port under the command of Captain Piero Calami. And thankfully, uh, Christian put in a pronunciation guide nice. there. <laughs> and said, I had to look it up. I butchered it. <laughs> Never as well as I can butcher a name. <laughs> Uh, so P- Piero Calami uh, was a former rear admiral in the Italian Navy, so probably a World War II vet. Sure would think Most so likely. if he's a command, or mm-hmm. sorry, rear admiral, a commander of the Italian Naval Academy, and plus previous- at this plus at this time, all around the world, all adult males have yeah, military much. experience mm-hmm. for the most mm-hmm. part, unless they couldn't get in because of a physical. But other than that, yep. And previous commander of 27 Italian merchant marine vessels. And then Christian says, the man had a lot of experience. Yeah. yeah. If they're giving him that much to, then he was definitely, definitely a, a World a War II yeah. mm-hmm. uh, veteran, right. I, I would guess. Captain Calami was the Andrea Doria's first and only captain. On the Andrea Doria's oh, okay. mm-hmm, first voyage from Genoa to New York. Wow, that's a that's transatlantic. A long, yeah. Yep. In January 1953, Captain Calami 
had been the youngest of the Italian line's shipmasters to command a first-rate ship. During the ship's maiden voyage, she encountered heavy storms on the final approach to New York, listing a full 28 degrees. Wow, that's a lot. Nevertheless, Andrea Doria completed her maiden voyage on 23rd of January, only a few minutes behind schedule, and received a welcoming delegation that included New York Mayor... Now, remember, this is not one of the... I'm trying to... So, this is 1953? Uh, I think... Yes. New York York City Mm -hmm. Mayor. Mm Mm-hmm. No, I, um... It sounds like I'm an Italian mayor, I'll tell you that. I'm trying, uh, no. I, who was it? Vincent R. Impelitari. Oh, not at all who I was thinking of. <laughs> Never even heard of the no guy. No LaGuardia. <laughs> well, I was kind of, th- well, I know he wasn't, but I was thinking, like, one of the Rockefellers, I think, was a mayor of New York City at one point. Probably. So, anyway, that's that's where I was going. I, I, and it wasn't Giuliani, even though he's old as shit. Yes, he is. Yes, and needs to die. <laughs> I get you there. It's, it's probably, <laughs> honestly, it's probably like preferable just for him at this point. It's like, <laughs> like really, I'll make his life easier. <laughs> like he's got like no money left. He's going through all these lawsuits. He does literally now. He has to show up on uh, reality shows as a masked singer. And oh I'm my sure, god! Did he do the mask? You didn't singer? hear about that? No. Yeah, he did. And Can you he know, sing? I haven't. I haven't seen it. I don't want to see it. <laughs> I've never seen the show, period, but I just know that it happened like a week ago. Oh, wow. But yeah, you know he did it because he's fucking broke. He must be. There's no Why other... else? Exactly. Like, oh, I want to, at 80 Ugh. years old, I want to dip my toe into dancing. Singing and dancing with a mask on. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Same. He needed some scratch. That's, Ugh. you know. So yeah, like honestly, like it'd probably just be better. It would have been in his best interest to retire after 9-11 yeah. and because ne- he was beloved. He was well, he, well he, uh, liked after 9-11. And he did kind of go away for a while. And he, he still had that. Away. But it was 08 when he came back into the to run for president when it all fell off the rails like to start with. And then he's kind of been a joke ever since. Oh, wow. But then again, as people point out, he was always a joke. But he had, for the longest time, he had the media on his side. So they mm-hmm. were printing nice mm-hmm. stories and stuff. But yeah. anyway, who knows? Huh. <sighs> That's what happens when you strive for power. Yeah. You get humiliated at some point. Well, just power's no good for humans. It's That's not. just how it goes. It was the first of a long series of voyages carrying thousands of passengers from Italy to the United States. The ship soon became a favorite of many Hollywood stars. Now, yep. let me name them. There we go. Let me name... No, no, no. Let, I, oh, okay. No, let, okay, okay. Oh, do you want to guess? I was wanting okay, to guess. Okay, you can, but I have something 1950s. else. Yes, uh-huh, early 50s. Uh, so I'm guessing like uh, like Clark Gable. Mm-hmm. Is he on there? Well, do you uh, want to just take your guesses and go then ahead. I'll... Yeah, just... No, 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 go ahead. No, he wasn't, but that's a good guess. Um, uh, other people. Ava Gardner? That's a good guess, but no. Um, uh, all right, just name him. What about Frozen? What was her name? Do I don't remember, remember her name. Kim I, I, Novak. Kim Novak. I just don't remember her name. Frozen. The, win- the winner is... Frozen. Frozen. <laughs> we just won't even bother explaining that no. one. But, um, also, Cary Grant. Oh, okay. Uh, Orson Welles. Sure. And Joan Crawford, among many others. Joan Crawford. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know the name. I, I can't picture it, I mean, unless you watched, like, classic films, you wouldn't not necessarily. Really. I have here and there, but not a whole she lot was, of them. She was a 
big deal. She was known for it being a very famous, very serious actress. Was she in uh, the last days, of, the best days of our lives? No. Was she in that? No? Okay. Mm-mm. She was, uh, well, she was in a lot of shit, but um, like... She she was very famously in Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. That was a that was a good movie. You've been but, wanting to watch that. I've seen it. I've no, seen but it you've wanted to have me watch it, and I'm like, eh. oh oh yeah. Um, Mommy Dearest with uh, Faye Dunaway. Did I, didn't I watch that? I don't know. I, I think don't, I did. We haven't watched it together. But, no. Um, Mommy Dearest with Faye Dunaway is about Joan Crawford. <laughs> okay. And her, I believe, adopted daughter. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. So basically, she was she's an interesting person. Um, anyway, I'm sure. <laughs> so now, even though we just talked about the maiden voyage, we are now to the final voyage. Yeah. Now it's not that it happened right away. Sure. The fifty first westbound crossing. Okay. And the hundred first voyage of the Andrea Doria to New York began as a typical run on the North Atlantic. Her most recent eastbound crossing from New York had concluded on the 14th of July, and after a three-day turnaround, the ship was prepared to make another trek across the Atlantic, which was scheduled to begin from Genoa on Tuesday, the 17th of July. On this run, she was booked to roughly 90% of her total passenger capacity, with 1,134 passengers traveling aboard, 190 in first class, 267 in cabin class, and 677 in tourist class, with a crew of 572. So a total of 1,706 persons were aboard. Her port of call was at Cannes on the French Riviera, or Cannes, depending on how Mm -hmm. you pronounce it, uh, where she arrived in mid-afternoon the same day. Now, that does not sound like a bad cruise. You start in no. Genoa, and you go to Cannes, yeah, and you go to French Riviera. Not at all. We both really want to go to the French Riviera, too. Yes. Yes. One of these days. Yeah. Only a handful of passengers boarded there, 48 in all, 30 first class, 15 cabin class, and only three tourist class. Oh, wow. Among them was one of Andrea Doria's most famous passengers, Hollywood actress Ruth Roman, who was traveling with her three-year-old son, Richard. I do know who Ruth Roman is. She was in... Oh, I say that, and now I'm going to forget. Was that Ann Baxter or Ruth Roman? <laughs> I don't know I either of these people. I think don't... she was in a Hitchcock film, Ruth Roman. Okay. And it was either... I confess, or strangers on a train. Richard Roman sounds like a like he turned into a professional wrestler or something. Who's Richard Roman? Her son. You just said. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I was so obsessed with like which. <laughs> like that's well, a great wrestling name. You don't even need to may, change anything. That may not have been her son's last name. Yeah, well, whatever. I don't know because that could have been her stage name. Yeah. But still, you're right. Richard yeah. Roman's a great. Yeah. Alliteration is always. It works. It works. It yeah, works very more well. More often than not. Yes. From Cannes, Andrea Doria then proceeded 400 nautical miles, which is 700 kilometers or 500 miles, to the southeast to Naples, where she arrived later the following morning to take on the bulk of her passengers. Uh, A total of 744 came aboard at Naples. Most of those in tourist class were immigrants from impoverished regions of southern Italy on their way to their new lives in America. So that now concludes the fact that tourist class was the lowest class mm-hmm. on them. Yeah. It, the, the way it made it sound, though, like tour, but they're, they're right. literally meaning it as... Like, oh, you're the like, tourists. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 
You're not first class, are you? You can see... Well, I imagine in America, I will say that it, it seems that Americans kind of have a perception of Europeans as being a little snobby. Oh, we can be too. Oh, we're horrible. <laughs> yeah, I mean... We're insufferable. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying that that's like... The no joke, this this, this happened anyway. when I lived in Rochester, because Rochester's an old money city, mm-hmm. and it's also a port city, because um, it's right on, on, the... on Lake Ontario. Ontario, that's right. Um, so you can go from Rochester to Toronto, uh, if you want to, you know. Okay. But uh, I remember one time, because I, I was going, and this is an area of town I was never really in, but I was mm-hmm. going to meet a friend at a bar that I'd never been to. And I accidentally pulled into the Yacht Club parking oh, lot. Oh, no. And, <clears throat> of course, there's a guard there. And mm-hmm. I rolled down the window. I'm like, hey, do you know where, like, like this place is? And he's mm-hmm. like, he's like, you know you're not supposed to be in this parking lot. And I was just like. I'm turning around. I was just like, well, yeah. well fuck you. Right. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that my, my Chevy S10, <laughs> you know, is blowing up your spot here. But, like, obviously I know I'm not supposed to be here because I'm not trying to go here. I'm asking <laughs> like, I'm you questions to... <laughs> to get out of here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it was just, like, the biggest, like, who the fuck? That's like, a dick move. Yeah. And it was just, like. Like, first find out. Like, okay, what, what's, oh, like, you're lost. Okay, let me show you how Obviously. Like. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I am, because while when yeah. he said that and then we're, <clears throat> we're having, like, it immediately pissed me off and I was, like. Yeah. You know, and we're kind of having this back and forth, and I am looking around, I'm like, yeah, it's nothing but like Mercedes and BMWs yeah. in this fucking parking lot. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, I obviously don't belong, <laughs> but again, like, I'm not trying to come here anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember when we were at the W in Fort Lauderdale, and like your I Honda? I wish was... I had taken a picture. <laughs> I should have taken a picture. Yeah, my Honda was parked next to, and it wasn't. I mean, for me, it was. The Honda was a nice car that was, you had. To me, yeah. it was a, at that point. I'd had it for like six months. You've really only had nice, nice <laughs> middle class cars since you've known me. Yes, <laughs> I, I'm aware. That hasn't always been the and case. And I've only ever had my current <laughs> yes. car. I used to have your type of car, <laughs> but uh, not the exact. But anyway, but yes, it was parked next to. Um, I believe it was either two Bentleys and. One Mercedes S class or two Mercedes S classes and one Bentley, mm-hmm. like right, like mm-hmm. because at that place, like everything was um, valet. Yes, mm-hmm. you didn't park your own car, like at all. <laughs> That's right. Yep. So they put it wherever they put it. We specifically tried not to drive anywhere so we <laughs> yeah. wouldn't have to tip the valet every time. Yes. <laughs> right, because I felt guilty not doing it. Right. You know? Yeah, like. Tipping nicely because yes. that's what you do in a nice hotel, yeah. But yeah, I wish I'd had a picture of that. It's that's it's so it's a picture that will just only exist in my mind. Can you imagine if we had taken White Lightning? Oh no, that's, no, they wouldn't have let us in. No, <laughs> <laughs> they would have told us. They're like, no. They would have, they would have like parked it like in, um, like one of the bad spots in my and like right. had, had somebody the next day go and get it. Right. <laughs> Like, like this thing is not going to be on our premises, on our premises, on our premises. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, I was just gonna ask what you think the snobbiest place in the United States is. Snobbiest? Yeah, but then I was like, but I know I'm a snob about South Florida. So well, I mean, I, every I mean, I every major city has, has its their own area, high like, society. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you could easily call like New York City a very snobby place, but I've never had yes. n- anything but good experiences going to New York City. I I've agree. never, you know, I've I never agree. had and to. I never got the impression that people were unkind in New York either. Everybody's like knows where they're going and right. they're going there. Like if you're fucking up like their form of yeah, travel, don't then, do that. Yeah, yeah, then you know they'll get a little. But, but there's not. But like if you're if, if over rudeness. I've never felt that. Yeah. No, I really haven't. No, I always thought New York was pretty. It's not. It's not like Southern friendly, which is a weird form of friendliness. It's I different. don't. It's different. I was so freaked out moving to this area from Miami. In Miami, you don't talk to anybody. The <laughs> cashiers don't talk to you. You know, and you'd get used to that. Part of it can be a communication issue because of language, but part of it is just like no, you just keep yourself to yourself. So when I I came up to this area to the Raleigh area. Um, like the cashier would ask, oh, how are you? I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you talking to me? Why am I talking to you? I'm not supposed to talk to you. How am I? What the fuck is your problem? (laughs) (laughs) Or the weirdest thing, like people, I still have to get used to this. Like you get into an elevator in an office building or something and you get off or they get off and they're like, have a nice day. It's like, oh, you too. Who are you? I'll never see you again. Why are you telling me that? It's just so weird. It's such a different culture. I mean, I, I got used to it. I, I probably initially thought it was weird when I lived in South Carolina, but mm. you just get I lived there for five years, so you just yeah, get you used, get to, used it. to it. Yeah, you get used you know. to it. You get used to it. I'll tell you what. Since I don't know if it's become exceedingly clear that we are just dragging out this episode to make it a two-parter, Something but like we that. are, because guess what? This upcoming week, we got a lot of shit got a lot going, of things on. going on. So it is so helpful that Christian wrote a nice long script yes. that so we are can, going to drag into a two parter. So I'll tell you what, I'm going to finish up this little bit and then we'll banter more if we feel like it so that anyone who doesn't feel like listening to us talk about the snobbiest cities in America doesn't have to. <laughs> All right. So most of the people uh, in tourist class were immigrants from impoverished regions of southern Italy on their way to new lives in America. Sure. She departed her final port of call, Gibraltar, after collecting her final 65 passengers, proceeding onto the open Atlantic for New York. And we are going to stop there, because then we're going to meet the other ship involved. Oh. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. I, this has got to be the first time we've done like a, a Collision. collision. Which we've done with an airplane. So I cannot say with, with airplanes, perfect rather. confidence that that is what is about to happen. Uh, other than the next thing that either, Christian does. It's either that or they pick up the survivors. Like right. It's, it's so one the, or the other. The next thing. Let me. Uh, okay. Spoiler alert. We were right. That is what's going to happen. What so I yes. I do believe you're right I'm, that this is our first I'm guessing nautical it, collision. Right? I'm guessing it's going to involve the other ship that they they built i think well that that christian mentions yes, yes. yes. <laughs> next christian goes into so this ship blah 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 and i'm like well i imagine this ship is involved some right so yeah like he didn't just put that in there just for, like i really like ships names and here it is like <laughs> let me introduce you to five more completely unrelated ships yeah, just and leave them. it at that no no <laughs> what if it was now i'm going to name the other five ships that ruth roman <laughs> sailed <Yes>. on <laughs> and and Left to her son, Richard Roman, who at this time had, <laughs> had built a WWE empire. <laughs> you know, he would later do that in, like, 1987. Uh, but, uh, yeah, this doesn't I, sound... I think you're right. I don't think we've had a Mm-mm. ship collision. And they're not good. I mean... Well, <clears throat> no. Um, 
This is all bad. I've seen plenty of them on YouTube, but no, like ships, like boats colliding, Mm -hmm. is completely different from cars colliding. It it really is. I imagine angles are everything. Yes, are fucking everything. Like what are you? What's gonna list? Well, and we know that this ship has a list. I've seen like like um like sailing yachts like Uh run into each other, and because they've got the and literally just tear into the other boat. Like that doesn't that doesn't happen in a car accident very often, if at all. Like normally, it's you they get crush exactly. Yeah. Like nothing's going through it, like a projectile. That's not the case. Not generally, that's not the case on a boat. Although you know what I did, I went back and I listened to our. Hum- I very rarely listen to any of our episodes, but I listened to the, our Humboldt Broncos mm-hmm. uh, crash episode, episode eighty. Oh that was God. one where yeah, that did go through the bus. It, and that was yeah. I I I had forgotten that detail, mm-hmm. even though I was the one saying it, and there's proof that I said it. Was that the top half and the bottom half of yeah, that bus were split? Gone. Yeah. Yep. So, but you're right. That is not super common, but it is common, and we heard that in the um, Costa and, and Concordia. In, and in this, we're in that incident. We're not even talking about cars. We're talking right. about a, a bus. That was in a, a semi in a bus. In a, yes, in a tractor trailer. But yeah. um, in ships, you do hear. But we've only covered oh, like bo- ships. boating accidents are fucking violent. Like they, they, they really are because they cut the steel yes. of the boat Hell and yeah. then they start taking on water. Yep. So yeah. It'll yeah, be they're not fun. <laughs> it's not something you ever want to be involved in. No, no. Uh, on any level. No. You know what I mean? Like no. cruise ship, eight-person boat, like, you no. I generally stay away from boats. Boats are not my jam. I know I, they're I, yours. I grew up on boats. I mm-hmm. so much fucking miss well, see, I did not, not being around it. I did not at all. So I, I'm trying to think the first time. I think the first time I ever went on a boat. Well, like, aside from duck boats, you know, those little... Oh, sure. That's a whole... That has been suggested multiple times that we do the Missouri right. duck boat. Oh, there's another one that happened not too far from where I grew up. That really? I don't know if anybody's mentioned it, but it's it's huh. pretty bad. Okay. Maybe I'll do that one next. There you go. We'll, we'll stay on, like, we'll, we'll, we'll just do constant <laughs> trilogies from now on. Right? Everything is a trilogy. We did our, we did our like, stuntman right. trilogy. Daredevil. Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, let's drive a Corvair through the jungle. Mm-hmm. Why? Somebody mentioned, and I'm so sorry, I don't remember who. I think it may have been on our, um, it may have been Al, I forget, on our Facebook discussion group, um, that sort of positive, like, well, or posited that Steve Irwin kind of fits in that mold of the daredevil, oh, you know? Absolutely, yes. Yeah, in a different way, mm-hmm. but, but yeah. But yeah, right? So we'll do like a, a ship trilogy ship trilogy yeah well we have several listener scripts that are ships i'm sure we do like that was uh you literally have and i watched this thing the other day like the atlantic coast like mm-hmm. not too far from where we are yep. is literally known as the graveyard of ships there is like 1500 really shipwrecks? documented uh-huh documented ship like there are shipwrecks all like when we go to the beach in North myrtle beach uh-huh. if you go out like 10 miles, uh-huh. like 20 miles. Like there's Is it just a of, fucking like, reefs and stuff. It's because it, it's because you're in the fucking ocean. Well, I'm guessing, fair. I'm ge- I'm guessing it's mostly probably because of hurricanes. That would be my mm-hmm. guess. But yes, that, that this little corner mm-hmm. of the Atlantic ocean is known as like shipwreck alley. That's so interesting. Oh, see. So we're, literally <sighs> we could do a podcast specifically about shipwrecks. Oh yes. In the Southern Atlantic <laughs> ocean. And have 1,500 episodes. <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> yes. Just... And again, that's just documented. That's well, that's not... And you know. that's... 
like, so this shit happens in modern times. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine fucking sailing no. in 1600 or 1400? Or, Remember like, when we were watching back? that shit with those huge giant ships going through hurricanes and stuff like that? And I don't necessarily. That YouTube video where the... Oh, yes. yes like yes. the huge uh-huh. freighters and stuff are uh-huh. going through this. Or rogue waves and all that. Imagine going through that 500 years earlier on no. a fucking wooden no. ship. No, no, no. <laughs> I know where we you literally owe, just have sails like like there's, no, there's fucking no of, way there's a no lot way. to our modern development to the people who are willing to do that yes. shit but fucking you could nuts. not pay me we would just end up not developed right <laughs> i'd just be like you know what we would still be living is in caves is it really that bad to only live to 45 yeah, you know like aren't caves better guys yeah like we discovered fire let's guys, move on guys there's serpents there's serpents in that ocean Ugh. in that water <laughs> but it's but so no there's no up. fucking way like i have again i'll swim in the ocean like up to like Mm-mm. up to like 20 30 40 feet out i think i'm done with ocean swimming period that's about it like i i Never really want to do a fishing charter because I don't fish. It's kind of boring, and I've heard people puke. And I mean, you're going out. Oh when yeah. You're, like no. And I, it's a small ship. Yes. So you're... I have no. Unless I'm on a giant ass cruise ship like this, where you don't really well, this one's going to list. I'm guessing right, that's going to be right. a problem as well. On a functioning, mm-hmm. like you know, uh, a proper ocean, ship. <laughs> on a functioning ocean liner. Uh. That's at this point. That's, that's all you, though, I would ever do. You can still feel. I'm sure you can. Because when I went on my one cruise, I'm sure you can. One night the seas were rough, and it felt like I was laying down because it was bedtime. Felt like I was being pushed up, and then just elevator drop. No, there's there's a couple people that I've worked with here and there that were in the navy, mm. and they've told me like, like when you're out like on the rough seas and stuff like that, even if you're in a um, aircraft carrier mm-hmm. they're like it moves like side to side you can't not feel that and they're yeah. like if you're out to sh- if you're out to sea for like three or four weeks he's like when you finally get back onto shore yes he's he's like That's it com- exactly he's right. like it completely fucks with yes he's like you're used to like balancing yourself side to side so you feel un- 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 unstable on dry land, on land. absolutely and he's, i yeah. experienced that just after the fucking cruise yes <laughs> it happens that is yeah. true that is true and i was just like that's so fucking weird but it yeah it's not uncommon Mm-mm. no that that's very normal yeah well i'd say we did a pretty good job of dragging that out it's been a pretty good banner episode <laughs> if you like banner <clears throat> <laughs> and if you this don't is the, this is the episode for you oh my goodness if you don't i'm sorry it's just we, we yeah. were this has been a it's been a intense couple of weeks we're gonna it's been a long week and we didn't feel like doing a marathon episode which no. is which this would have been if we it do the whole been, yeah. thing it's a lo- nice long script yes and we appreciate it but what we're saying mm-hmm. is like it's easy and this week we've got to like go into game two uh, right, you're going to game two of the Canes versus Bruins. Mm-hmm. Stanley Cup playoffs are about to begin. And your friend Bob is coming into town yep. for that, so that's that's a thing. That's, that's Wednesday, on Wednesday night. Thursday night, your mom's coming into town. Yeah. Friday, your dad's coming into town, and I've got a gig. Mm-hmm. And on Saturday... Saturday, uh, I've got a gig. We've got a first communion, not yeah. for any... Not for us. Yes, there's a lot. There's <laughs> I a, guess we're a no. little old for a first communion. Yes, we are. What if you're a con- convert? I guess they'd probably give you one. Like, do adults do first communion? But they pro- it's probably not the same type of party. You know, you're probably not, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, not- which reminds me, we need to get a card in cash. <laughs> yeah. 
And then we've got all the family stuff. And then it's Mother's Day. We gotta take our moms out to brunch. I'm mean, not gotta. We, we gotta do that but... bullshit. <laughs> no, we want to because <laughs> yeah, yes, we love we our mothers. Hi, Sue. We we love our mothers, don't we, folks? <laughs> <laughs> I say hi, Sue, because she's the only one with the remotest chance of listening <laughs> to it. True. My mom's Your never, mom's not listening. My mom fucking couldn't give a shit. And I say that because she'll never hear this. Um, and uh, so basically, like, we have mon- Monday and Tuesday to record part two, and then we're out the yeah. rest of the it's gonna the be a long, week, it's so. gonna be a long and fun week. Yes, it's all good, but yeah. it's just life stuff, you know. It's so. all good. On all bad things. <laughs> but what I'm going to try to do is after that, we're going to get into some good research of some solid topics on our own. We've been <laughs> using our listener scripts like little little yeah. gems that yeah. we get to you, you fall gather. For, and... You're falling for the trick. We're just using you now. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys know we've been using you for years. Happily. <laughs> To keep this thing going. Yes. <laughs> we wouldn't be afloat. We would We'd not. Be, we would be listing 28 we would degrees. We would definitely be. Port or starboard? Hmm. I'm going to go with port. Sure. Yeah. Is that left or right? Quick. It is left. Nice. Four letters port. in port. Mm-hmm. Four letters in left. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very handy tip. Yes. So. We need to just wrap up because nobody's listening. <laughs> um. So, no, this is your. Oh, you're, you're, Hold you're on. right. Oh well, we because we didn't finish the episode, we didn't do a an well. So, so that was uh, part okay. one. Yeah. Okay. So yes. you you can yes. <laughs> so you can. Mm-mm. So that was part one of the sinking of the Andrea Doria, and I think we all know where this is going. Well, it's but gonna I'm, sink, I imagine. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, it is right in the title. Mm-hmm. But uh, shipwrecks are brutal. Like I'm not looking forward to the. The, to the details, which I'm sure we're going to get into. Oh, yes. Christian did some nice yeah. research. Also, Christian's one of our wonderful listeners who does the very cool thing of properly citing all works. Like, yes. like as though it's an academic paper. So Christian went to college. <laughs> Christian went to college and can't not do it properly. He can't not do it. He's, it's like beaten into his brain. Right. Christian's just like, no... I have to cite my sources. I'm going to do my best. We know those of you who have been to college and who have not. The ones that have been to college, they always say, no, I'm kidding. I have been to college and I don't do that. I am kidding. You know I'm kidding. I also went to school for accounting, not for research or for It's also an easy way to find out, or an easier barrier. Like, yeah, they probably went to college if you're doing everything, setting yourself. You learned some of that shit in proper high school. Yeah. I think you do. Well, I did, but not everybody did. I did because I just cheated my way through. But that's more of a more college education. Basically, thing. Anyway, cheated my way to a B in this class. We, we love we love how smart our audience is, and we don't know how we got there. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm not in your realm. Anybody no. who has ever listened to our no, podcast. you are actually no. You've got all sorts of degrees now. Mm-mm. No, that's uh, anywho. Like you know the minimal effort I'm putting into any of this shit. Right. That tells you something right there, doesn't it? Except for work. I am doing very well yes, in work. And I'm try I got oh, can I brag on myself just a second? Sure. I got an exceeds expectation. Twice. Twice on an evaluation and in my line of work that's almost impossible to do. I am so happy. I am so proud. And I'm so glad I don't have to drive to Fayetteville every day. <laughs> <laughs> 
And anyway, I'm proud that's of you all too. being ridiculous, but just suffice it to say, I am happy not to be Taxis and Raquel yes. anymore. Yes, Taxis and Ra- Raquel is officially retired. She's she's gone. She's gone. And lost forever. She's, she's been exercised. Yes, that's basically <laughs> what she needed to be. We, we got a we got we got a Ouija board and everything. <laughs> Go for it. So that was part one of the sinking of the Andrea Doria. This has been another episode of all another episode of all bad things. I'm David. I'm Rachel. We'll see you next week. We need to go. Yes.